0: Hey guys, just wanted to share a message from our sponsor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. The creation tool allows you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started. That's Anchor.fm.
1: If you don't know how to break down a scene, you don't know how to act it.
0: You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now,
1: let the buzz and down. breakdown! Break it down, Roxy.
0: Oh, like right now, right here? No, 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 no
1: not dance breakdown. Oh. But as an actor, you want to be an actor, right? Yeah. You got to know how to break down a scene. As Tom is singing to us, when you do it, it'll be all right.
0: But if not, it won't be all right.
1: It won't be all right <laughs> if you don't know how to break down a scene. Absolutely. So last week... We do these out of order, but last week, if you do do them in order, we learned the fundamentals, the relationship, how we affect each other. And now what we do as actors is we merge with the writer, the storyteller, to bring our behavior into their story. And that's very important to break down a scene. So we're going to get into that today. You and I are going to break down a scene. Okay. You, I am going to coach you as if I would coach any of my other acting clients or students. Is it okay that I'm nervous? A little bit. It's fine. Okay. But i, I you'll see. It's fine. The, it's is good. it fine, though? It's all right. Mm. Tom, that's what Tom said. Yeah, that's true. The thing is that you have to approach it like any other artist, meaning... You're going to put the blob of clay if you're a sculptor. You've got to put it out there. So then you're going to pick and shape, but then you might have to pull off a piece or you might have to shape another piece. It's a process. Trust the process. You can't ride the bike unless you fall off, and you're not really falling off. You're getting better at riding the bike. Any mistake you make is going to make you better at breaking down a scene. Something I never learned to do, Sean. You never learned how to ride a bike? Mm-mm. there's a lot of people in your generation that don't know how to ride a bike and
0: it's so sad because everybody says to me you know it's like riding a bike and Why? i'm like mm-hmm.
1: mr funtabulous do you know how to ride a bike
2: roxy respectfully <laughs> i am shocked yeah i am in yeah. booth cracking up at the first of all the <laughs> implication that so many people tell you it's like riding a bike yeah that's inherently funny i'm just gonna yes say it. it is <laughs> and you're one of the most talented people i know
0: you can't uh, ride a bike. No, I can't. I you can't. could. You want to know what, though? My mom couldn't ride a bike, and so definitely pinning it on her because she was just like, you don't need it to live.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I Does, was like, uh. Blame someone else and move on.
0: hundred mm-hmm. <laughs> percent. That's what life and, is, right? Yes.
1: And that means this whole series, we've learned nothing.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and as you heard and I introduced through the question, Mr. Fontabulous is with us today
2: i sure am i'm psyched to be here i mean i'm excited to watch i believe that roxy is a wonderful actress i'm excited to see i am excited and and,
1: well here's the deal mr fontavius i sent her a few scenes and this is the one that spoke to her and actually a
0: couple of them did speak to me though they were good good selection yeah 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 this one spoke most to me
1: yeah and i thought when you sent this i went oh this will be good this will be really really fun and Miss Phenomenal is here with us today as well. Very excited. Roxy Stryer, my co-hostess or hey, co-host. Sean. Is it co-host? You just say yeah, co-host or like co-hostess? If, I
0: mean, if you're making a joke, it's like hostess with the mostess. But right. hostess at a restaurant, host right. in the in, in the, the studio. All right.
1: See, I'm still learning and I'm not going to ruminate on that mistake I made. I'm going to let it go. And I'm learning all my podcast things just like we're still learning stuff. Okay. While, while you're learning. Uh-oh we've given you a name. Oh my gosh. I'm very nervous. Because
0: we don't think you're still learning, we think you're still teaching. Are you ready for this name?
1: All right. I'm ready. Are you uh, this is both the you and Miss Phenomenal, yeah. Mr. Fantabulous? Yeah, we conspired before you got here. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Professor Wise.
1: Ooh, Professor Wise, Professor Wise, it's, and
0: Professor W for short.
1: Yes,
0: kind of like Professor,
1: Professor X, Professor Wise, wise. W also oh. for Waylon. Little throw in yeah. of the X Men. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on! If mm-hmm. you're gonna be, if you're gonna be anybody, Patrick Stewart is the guy to be. Professor Wise, Professor a pretty good wise. One. It's very cool, and it's not. just like the old cro- crotchety owl in the tree it's actually a cool superhero oh, heroish he's thing dope. too. Yeah yeah. yeah yeah professor yeah professor wise is not someone alone and studying books he's he's traveling to alternate universes and he's giving, yeah
0: and he's loving and he's sharing yes Professor-wise.
1: When you're on the ground, it's Prof W, just because we got to be fast. Oh, yeah, Prof Dubs. Prof Prof Dubs. dubs. Prof Dubs. Prof Dubs. Come on. I mean, thank you. Thank uh, thank you to both of you. It was about time we figured it out. Yeah, yeah. I was going to, you know, I had that little pang in the shower this morning. I was like... Wow, well, if they don't have a name for me, it would be a little a bit of a bummer. I called Jeff. I was like, "We got to think
0: of the name. He was like, what name? I'm like, the name, name, Jeff. Come on, get it. Prof there. Dubs.
1: Prof I love Dubs. that. Yeah, that's very cool. Thank you both. And before we dive in, we're also going to do Sean's Week. I'm going high, you're going low. Ready? One, two, three. Sean's oh, Week. Oh, I didn't go high enough. Sorry. Okay. One, two, three. Sean's, Sean's Week. week. She can go wow, so low. that one was kind of good. It was good. Uh, Mr. Fontablos, did it sound very good?
2: Yeah, you know, it's very interesting. I would think the audio listeners might not be able to distinguish who's who. It would be a very interesting exercise <laughs> to have you guys. I,
1: I, I'm not even kidding. She goes lower than I, I think I can actually go.
2: I get I'm a tennis, so I, I respect that. I guess I can go low. It, it would be cool to do an exercise where you guys yeah. – do two separate scenes at the same time yeah. different pitches and see if the audio listeners can figure out who's wow mm-hmm. yeah it's pretty
1: mm-hmm.
0: good we'll save that for a different season so I think. so <laughs> a,
1: a kind of a big week uh i'll start with the smallest yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll start with the small i'll start with the small stuff first um first of all we're as we go into this we do want to say thank you all of you this is Our last episode of season one. Yes. We're wrapping up. It's our 10th episode. Don't worry, we are coming back. But uh, this one was all about uh, getting you ready for acting, getting in the right mind frame, taking the 101. Absolutely. Prof Dubs 101. Yes. Yeah. So that's what season one is. Um, But so I want to move into Sean's week knowing and, and having a fun button to why uh, this had to end when it did. So number one, I'm doing a workshop auditioning for comedy, which we're going to work on today, at Playhouse West. And I wanted to have some quotes. And so I reached out to uh, a friend of mine, who is an executive at Disney and legally they're not allowed to do anything outside of Disney, which is fine. But he was like, absolutely. What? And then my good friend, Sandy Eisnick, who is a co-writer and producer on never been kissed.
0: I was going to say the name sounds very familiar.
1: And he uh, was an exec producer and writer on drop dead diva amongst many other shows, very talented. And he gave me a very nice quote for my flyer. Um, Secondly... What's the quote? uh, It was like... Does he call you Prof Dubs? No. So not that nice. Because he didn't know. (laughs) Um, But he said something like, I've known Sean is funny since I met him at the audition for Never Been Kissed. He's been making me laugh ever since. That's great. I think it would be great for you to take this class. As He's also a very talented teacher. And I'm not saying this because he owes me money. And then he put in parentheses and I mean a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was a great quote for that's my flyer. Awesome. So, that's one of the things that happened this week. Woohoo! Secondly, I helped Miss Roxy Stryer Hey-o. by taking her to meet my manager who I brought he he is a very busy guy as you saw. Oh yeah. But because we have a good relationship You know, he thought, oh, I got to go in and say to a person like, how do I, you know, how do I? Remember why we were going in? Yeah.
0: You were like, let's just get an opinion on your hair.
1: That was, I mean, that was the opener. But I said to him, I said, you know, she's just getting started. I just want some advice on, you know, the direction she should take. And he thought, okay, this is going to be very one-on-one, but miss phenomenal was phenomenal and impressed him in a way that was kind of mind-blowing for him and now you guys might be moving forward
0: yeah we're we're communicating i went and shot new headshots today Mm -hmm. with my newer blonder hair Mm -hmm. and he's set me up with other people in the office now do create my Actors Access L.A. Casting with their name as my management, which yeah. is pretty amazing.
1: Pretty exciting. Uh,
0: so again, I, I've been out here long enough to know it's on me now. Right. So I'll, Balls in your court. I either show up and I kick butt and I do it and I right. follow the instructions and I do it in a timely fashion or it's my bad.
1: So right.
0: I'm, I'm working on hitting all the steps.
1: So that's one way that this... 10 episodes have led up to this moment, I mean, which is really ma- exciting. Massive. And then the And then the second, the last, uh, why we're ending this week particularly, because next week... This is even I bigger. This is uh, even bigger. Now, I told Mr. Fontabulous, but you can't actually literally say what it is. Yeah, I won't. So, thank you, Mr. Fantabulous. Uh I am flying out of state to shoot a studio movie comedy with a very well-known comedy actor uh my scenes are with the comedy actor and like
0: somebody you all know
1: somebody we all know uh, don't get me in trouble roxy I, uh so we all know a lot of people <laughs> we all know a lot of people uh i'll tell you right now mr Fontabulous was very excited when i told him the name of the person uh that i'll be doing my scenes with and the reason i got that job is a friend i met 11 years ago on the shoot of a small movie the fp who is a great friend, good director, and a uh, good DP, director of photography for all of a bunch of comedies, and now he's getting a chance to direct. And I called him to congratulate him, and he said, "Well, I've got to get you in on this," and he made that happen. So the tape- so did the- you
0: audition? Did he? No. Wow. So it was an no. offer. Straight it was an offer. offer
1: yeah, because he went. To the people and said, hey.
0: Did the person uh, already know you? Not the DP?
1: The, 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 the people who make the final right. decisions. Yeah, the casting director, absolutely. And then the star and executive producer and stuff, they knew me as well. Wow. So, um, and knew my work. So, ah! that, was really, that was really nice. So
0: Did you let it sink in? Did you let it soak it in? Are you feeling it?
1: I, I'm feeling like, I think I feel how you feel. Which is, I have mm-hmm. an opportunity. To go there and really not just go in there, walk in, do a part, walk out, but actually try to nurture some relationships, get to know uh, these people a little bit better that work in these circles. It's a group of people who work a lot together, and I'd like to see if I can ingratiate myself to them beyond just this role.
0: Something tells me you will be able to. I hope
1: so. You're so pretty good at those, the yeah. takeaway of this is we talked about having the business relationships, taking those, but nurtured them. Don't let them fade. Don't let them go away. Keep in touch. These are people that you like. I also have, when I went to get these quotes, my Disney executive friend and I, because we got in touch, we're going to have lunch in two weeks. Same with Sandy Isaac. We meet, both he and the executive and I meet twice a year just to catch up, be friends. And yes, they're in the business together, but we like each other. So I'm not saying be phony, but these are all people I like, especially this director I'm going to go work for. And I told him, I'll go out there and lose money and hire me as a local, and I will sleep on a couch at some, because I knew people where they were shooting. And I said, dude, I just want to work with you on your first directorial thing. I'm very excited for you. And that That's made amazing. him very nice. So, you know, made him very feel very appreciated. So if you appreciate others, nurture them, then it will come back to you.
0: Can I tell you my takeaway from everything you just said?
1: Yes. Is do
0: things without expectations. Yeah. Because it's the right thing to do. So you reached out to him to congratulate him, your DP friend. Yeah. Not because you were thinking... He's definitely going to offer me a role in this yeah. movie. Yeah. Because of
1: course, that's... The, and I'm not going to lie. Of course I would like that to yeah, happen. Yeah, of course.
0: But that wasn't the expectation. No. You weren't like, this is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Of course, I would like you to introduce me to your manager. Sure. So I'm going to do a really good job showing you the podcasting world. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it is not my expectation because that is you going above and beyond, and that is right. the DP going above and beyond. And you don't do nice things because you want things in return. You do them because right. they're they're the right thing to do.
1: Right, and they uh, people appreciate being appreciated. Yeah, that's kind of it. And you should be excited for anyone's successes, and for me. Again, I could have walked you into my manager's office and it could have just just been a quick meeting. But you impressed them and you can't take away from that. We all get opportunities. That's why we have to do the work. And part of the work of an actor and to impress people is breaking down a scene. So Woohoo! this is what we're going to do. We're going to do a comedy scene. Um, basically, the setup is a girlfriend and boyfriend. He Risk is gay he is at home and she is coming by to see him. You're going to get the gist of what has happened before once the scene goes on. He's relaxing on a couch, she comes into the room, they talk. So what I usually do when I start a coaching, um I will first say what are the basic circumstances of this scene. Like what happens literally.
0: It throughout the scene or just prior to li- the Just
1: scene? no, in the scene what happens literally.
0: A girlfriend finds out that her boyfriend has these roommates. She's upset with that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, they are debating having a... She's so upset that she might leave him. Yeah. And when she's threatening to do so, she realizes they have yeah. all of these future events planned and she right. would like
1: to still do those. Right. That's the basics. So then it's, what is this really about? And I'm going to ask you that. And don't tell me again what happens. Tell me what you think this scene is about. I think that
0: the boyfriend feels like the girlfriend's being possessive and overbearing. And mm-hmm. the girlfriend feels like she's not being seen and she's not being prioritized. Right. And so the, that is manifesting itself in a neither one of them want to break up situation. Mm-hmm. But they can't keep having the relationship the way it's going.
1: Right. And Mike Nichols said that there's only three, uh, three s- scenes, a negotiation and a seduction and an argument.
0: I would say this is a negotiation.
1: Right. This is a negotiation. I like that. Yeah. It's really Do – you you're familiar with Mike Nichols. Yes, Mr. Fontavius? I
2: love Mike Nichols, but yeah. I've never heard that before. Yeah, it's
1: in it's his – uh, it, it's a great documentary on HBO, Becoming Mike Nichols. I highly recommend it. It's about his early improv days, and then it's about him doing Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf and The Graduate.
0: Do you think of those three things every time you read a scene?
1: I start to look at that now that I've seen that and heard that. I do think that. And then the other thing we have to decide is we know what you want, right? You mentioned it. You want – and oh, you didn't really mention it in your thing. She wants wants to to have lived with the boyfriend. She wants to move in together. So who do you think wins this one?
0: I think that he wins this one.
1: He wins this one because, as you said, they're at a crossroads, but he is done. Like, he will throw the cards on the table saying. He's called her bluff. He's called her bluff. That's exactly right. And she is trying. And the comedy comes from she's trying to call his bluff, but she doesn't have the strength. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, what I usually do when I sit down with someone, we have that discussion. And you, so you understand it.
0: And you do it one-on-one with the...
1: One-on-one okay. when I do coaching with people. I do this over Skype or I do it in person. Cool. So we break that down and this will be also in my workshops, comedy workshops, uh, auditioning for comedy. We do the same thing. So now cool. all we do is just read it through a couple times, literally one after the other, just to get the lines out. The, any kind of work you've put into it is fine. And okay. we'll just go from there. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Did Bobby leave his guitar
1: here? No, he probably just forgot to put it up in his room. His room? Yeah. He lives here with Barry and Jason and me. Oh, this is perfect.
0: What did they tell you, that you'd lose them if they couldn't live here?
1: No, Jen. That's what you did. They actually told me to choose you. And? And it made me think. When you gave me the ultimatum, you really had your best interest in mind. But when they told me to choose you, they really had my best interest in mind. So when it came down to deciding who to live with, well, it's kind of a no-brainer. Ben. Jen.
0: Here's the deal.
1: No, here's the deal. We're really good. I like what we have together. But you've got to make a choice. Me, the way I am, or not at all.
0: Well, what the hell am I supposed to do with that?
1: Go think about it.
0: Don't tell me what to do. I may never talk to you again. Except on Thursday, we have tickets to Town. Goodbye. Goodbye, Jenny. You're still taking me to New Jersey to look at Cocker Spaniels. Got it. Now I'm out of here, possibly forever. I understand. And it's your mother's birthday in two weeks, and I need you to help me get her something good. Omaha Steaks was a terrible idea. Goodbye. And we'll take her to Sarah Bass's Kitchen for brunch. Fine. Don't let me eat the potatoes.
1: Good. Good. Let's just do it again. Just get the words out. Ready?
0: Did Bobby leave his guitar here?
1: No. He probably just forgot to put it up in his room. His room? Yeah. He lives here with Barry and Jason and me.
0: Oh, this is perfect. What did they tell you? That you'd lose them if they couldn't live here?
1: No, Jen. That's what you did. They actually told me to choose you. And? And it made me think. When you gave me the ultimatum, you really had your best interest in mind. But when they told me to choose you, they really had my best interest in mind. So when it came down to deciding who to live with, well, it's kind of a no-brainer. Ben. Jen. Here's the deal. No, here's the deal. We're really good. I like what we have together, but you've got to make a choice. Me the way I am or not at all.
0: What the hell am I supposed to do with that?
1: Go think about it.
0: Don't tell me what to do. I mean, never talk to you again. Except on Thursday, we have tickets to town. Goodbye. Goodbye, Jenny. You're still taking me to New Jersey to look at Cocker Spaniels. Got it. Now I'm out of here, possibly forever. I understand. And it's your mother's birthday in two weeks, and I need you to help me get her something good. Omaha Steaks was a terrible idea. Goodbye. And we'll take her to Sarah Best's kitchen for brunch. Fine. But don't let me eat the potatoes.
1: Good. Good, 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 good. How'd that sound for a first run through, Mr. Fantabulous? It was good. I got you guys on a split
2: screen, so it's kind of fun
1: oh, to see. Whoa. It Ooh. Took me a
2: minute, but I got there. So, I'm, it's like, good job, yes.
1: Fantabulous. That is Fantabulous. Yes, yes. Okay, so we start to break it down from the beginning. Um, so is he? He's not being really direct with you,
0: Mm-mm. right? No, he's
1: not clearly telling you what's going on, and you are not clearly coming in and saying. What did you decide about us living together? They're both being a little passive aggressive, right? Mm-hmm. So, when you ask the question, "Did Bobby leave his guitar here?" I'm fishing. You're fishing. Okay. So, in acting, we always need to know what are we actually doing. If I say to you, if you, you know, if you say to me, uh, "Hey, uh, sorry about that incident." Uh, I, I'll make sure it never happens again. And I say, yeah, great. Perfect. What am I doing? I'm punishing you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm saying it's okay, but I'm punishing you by the way I behave. So you always have to know what you're doing. So it's what, not you, what you
0: said, it's how you said it's it. It's not
1: what you say. It's how you say it. Hi girls. Those are my teenage girls. <laughs> it's their favorite phrase. They love when dad says that, uh, did Bobby leave his guitar here? Loaded question, right? And I give a loaded response. No, he probably just forgot to put it up in his room. Worst thing you could okay. hear. Worst thing you could hear. So, as Kathleen was teaching us, the pinch and the ouch. I literally just wrote ouch. Right. Yeah, the pin- that's the pinch and ouch. Shoot. Yeah, he lives here with Barry and Jason and, Jason and me. And then it says, now... A lot of acting classes will tell you, cross out all the parentheticals, cross out all the exclamation points, and at the beginning, they're right because we just have to, at that point in the process, they are trying to get you in touch with your emotions and how you feel about it. But when you're auditioning, the collaboration has begun between you the director, and the writer. So he wants to guide the scene a little bit. So in our script, for our listeners, it says Jenny, in parentheses, realizing. So she's fishing, thinking, please don't let it be what I think. Please don't let it be what I think. And the realization is, oh, crap, it's what I think. Mm -hmm. Right? That's what she's realizing. Okay. And... So she's hurt. So how does she react? She can break down crying. She can get, you know, yell in his face, but she gets a little sarcastic,
0: right? She uses oh, sarcasm. This is perfect when obviously oh, it's not perfect.
1: Right. Oh, this is perfect. Of course it's not perfect. Uh, and then you need to make fun of what you actually did. You're making fun of. What did they tell you? You'd oh, lose what? Them. Now it's a little rough because the way it's written. Yeah. So you say, what did they tell? What did they tell you, comma? comma yeah. What did they tell you, comma? You'd and then I would under underline lose, lose them. What? What did they tell you? You would lose them if they couldn't live here, and you know she's obviously kind of saying that. Did they put up the same ultimatum I did, and? He calls her out, no, Jen, that's what you did. They actually told me to choose you, okay? So this is the fishing of getting in. So we're, we're doing a dance. This is the negotiation. And visually, if you can see, what I show is my two hands apart and one moves forward and one either moves back or moves towards you or moves back and moves towards you. So they are moving towards each other. Now, that's a lot in a seduction or when you're trying to break down walls on a date. I'm going to say something personal. Did that offend? No, she, she liked that. Now, she's going to say something personal to me. I liked it, so I move forward. In these kind of things, negotiations and arguments, you move forward as you take your stance, getting ready for battle. We're setting up this battle right now. And this is the setup for the battle. This is us getting our uniforms on and marching out to the field, getting ready to fight. So it's dancing around when the comedy isn't as good or rich if we would have just said, hey, am I living with you? No, I chose my roommates.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's not as fun. It's not as rich. And most people aren't that direct i mean that is one thing i have learned and i i am attracted to people who are direct and aren't scared to be direct Mm -hmm. i it uh, i love that in my personal life but i most people in life they can't do it it's too hard it's too scary to be vulnerable and and then that means conflict but if you see conflict as just as i said a a couple weeks ago moments they're just moments That will end and then you'll be done with them as opposed to being passive aggressive and letting them dance around. But since we understand humans don't do that, we understand where this is going. So let's just do this first chunk. Now that we know specifically what is happening, how we are both positioning ourselves, we're dancing around each other to get to see where this is going to go. And that's kind of where it starts. All right. So with that in mind... It's the kind of thing you're walking around the apartment. Yeah. And then you see it. And then it is that thing like, uh oh. Oh no. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to, I got to find out what this is. Okay. Mm -hmm. Did Bobby leave his guitar here? No. He probably just forgot to put it up in his room. His room. Yeah. He lives here with Barry and Jason and me. Oh, this is perfect.
0: What, did they tell you you'd lose them
1: if they couldn't live here? No, Jen. That's what you did. They actually told me to choose you. And? Good, good. Mr. Do you see a difference now? Oh, yeah. And in what ways?
2: I felt like both of you were just more in it. Like, I felt like before I was watching two actors rehearse, and I feel like this time I was watching two actors act like be there you know <laughs> right well, <laughs> i don't even the, like the word act because
1: well yeah what, what the best answer we're looking for is i'm seeing a boyfriend and a girlfriend yeah. get ready to fight yeah. exactly that's better you know yeah, yeah. two people getting ready to fight but no i appreciate that yeah so it, it makes it richer because yeah. now we understand and, and fill it up a little more so we move into sections so this is the way i like to do it i like to break it down into sections there that hence breakdown for your dancing now do you usually do that by beat or by page i usually no you it's not a do, exact science i can tell the moments this is the setup this is the dance so we're gonna work on the dance you know Got getting it. ready getting into position to fight and then it's time for me to plead my case right and it made me think when you gave me that ultimatum you really had your best interest in mind, but when they told me to choose you, they really had my best interest in mind. So when it came time to deciding who to live with, well, it's kind of a no-brainer. Now the next sentence is yours when you say, Ben, right? This is one of the toughest ones when I've coached a scene. Why do you just say Ben.
0: It's interesting because it also has an exclamation point. It does have an
1: exclamation point.
0: So I've thought about this a little bit.
1: Yeah. Um, This is a, and guys, just to, sorry to interrupt you, but it's always tougher in some of these scenes. One words, two words. Mr. Frontablius, you do script reads. You know what I'm talking about.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I have friends who act and the toughest auditions are co-stars when
1: you, it's just a couple lines. Yeah,
2: it's like, what do they want? How do I do this? So yeah. I, I've seen how challenging, the less, the tougher for actors. I
1: yeah, think. yeah. So you say Ben, and what were your thoughts?
0: Okay, so I thought, I tried to think, it depends on how Sean's going to say this. Because yes. if you say it's kind of no-brainer as an insult to me, Ben can be more offensive. Like,
1: mm-hmm. I
0: can't believe you just said that. But Like, I'm taking it back, Ben. But... If you say it more as like, that's just your true matter of fact, I can come at you more like, right, it, like it's the equivalent of WTF.
1: Yeah. Ben, yeah.
0: you know, so yeah. There, yeah. there's a couple of different ways yeah. that I yeah. think
1: that. And they're all justified, but it is a kind of, if anything, a call, calling you out and kind of a call for help, kind of a. Uh, it is kind of an expletive, like, I don't, I can't believe this. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, stepping up going, how could you do this to me? What are you? Uh, I'm, I'm mad or I'm offended or I'm hurt. And you just put it into that word. Mm-hmm. Then, because you don't know what to do. It's like I threw a punch and the punch landed. Right. As opposed to having a punch and then you're quick, witted, right back, ready to come at me.
0: And the other thing that I I think about is that he responds with her name, which makes me think that she says this a lot in this tone for him to have this response like he saw this one coming.
1: So here's the thing um, for my actors that are listening. When we do these kind of things you can't go into an audition room or you could obviously have this with the with, say you got the part and you were sitting around with the writer or director you could ask that but for the most part they just want you to fill it in which makes more sense mm-hmm. and so you have you filled it in it makes sense to you depending on how i read it so that's all they really want they just a lot because trust me a lot of actors and actresses will just say ben And with nothing Nothing behind behind it. Nothing behind it. So even if you made that choice, they do this all the time. This is their way to snap at each other. Um, I'm offended. I'm going to react shocked. I'm mad at you. I'm going to come after. It doesn't matter. Fill it up with something that makes sense. As long as it's full and with a reason behind it, it will be better. Period. It'll just be better. So they go toe to toe. Ben, Jen, and Here's then the then she tries to step, step up, step forward in that negotiation, in that fight. Move, take. She's getting ready to step forward, but he was more prepared for this. Obviously, right? So in a scene like this, you know who's. Re- it's like someone who had. You know, knew they weren't going to divorce somebody or break up with somebody a year before the person knew. When they come at you and say, hey, I'm breaking... They've had a year to think, plan, and get everything off the table, and you're not ready. So that's what we have here. She's not ready caught for it. Caught off guard. She's caught off guard because she gave an ultimatum that she thought would win, and it didn't. So she's definitely off her balance. So that's why... That's another way to go. That's all she's got. Then you know yeah. she doesn't really have an argument. You know. Then he says that, and then she, but she tries to figure something out by saying, "Here's the deal." Now I, you look like you want to ask a question. No, right? no. I'm, okay, so I, then I was just so then no, and then he's ready. He's been he's been practicing in the shower, as we've all practiced our arguments in the shower. Am I the only one who practices an argument in the shower? Car. in the car. How about you, Mister Fontabulous?
2: I feel like I'll run. I'm a runner and I'll okay. like do it during my run. Don't
1: yeah, you yeah, I hate yeah.
0: people who have that response. Good for you that you're so fit. I I you know, uh, let's be
2: clear, I'm not fit. I just run. No. <laughs> just kidding There's yeah. a difference.
1: <laughs> yeah. And 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 let's check in our knees 50 years from now. Okay. I'm just going to bank that one because I can have, that's how I'm going to win you this that little in the shower. Yeah, yeah, I plan shower. that one in yeah. the shower. Oh, if he says anything about running, I'm just going to bounce back with the knee comment. That'll get him. Uh, <laughs> so uh so she tries half-heartedly, right? Here's the di- no, here's the, he's ready. We're really good. And he doesn't even say you pressured me, you're you know awful, you tr- suffocated me by giving me that ultimatum. He doesn't say that. He says, Here's it, we're really good. I like what we have together. But you have to make a choice, me the way I am or not at all, meaning me, the guy at this stage in our relationship, I'm not not ready ready. to move in and certainly not as a response to a threat or an ultimatum. He actually has the wisdom to say that will build resentment and we will start living together with this poison and it will fall apart. So whose
0: side are you on, Sean?
1: No, I'm saying that <laughs> you have that no, but I'm just but I'm saying I think he understands that if he lived inauthentically, right. it would be a big problem. And so he's being honest with himself. And he explains it very well in the thing about they have my best interests in mind, and that's kind of where I'm at. Mm-hmm. I want to do what's best for me, not for just you. So he makes that very clear. She's flummoxed. She has no idea what to do. So that's let's do this part now. And so we'll do this part. That's up one until, up until up until uh, until I finish my statement. You don't have a lot of lines, but there is yeah. if this was on screen yeah. or you can see she does have a lot going on. She just doesn't have a lot to say right now. Yeah. But Let's take it from the and, and then we'll do that, and then we'll run the first two sections all together. Okay. Okay? All right. So, right, and you say and. Mm -hmm. And? And it made me think. When you gave me the ultimatum, you really had your best interests in mind. But when they told me to choose you, they really had my best interests in mind. So when it came down to deciding who to live with, well... Kind of a no-brainer. Ben! Jen! Uh, Here's the deal. No, here's the deal. We're really good. I like what we have together. But you've got to make a choice. Me the way I am or not at all. Good. Now let's go back from the beginning and do that. Up with all of that. Hmm. Did Bobby leave
0: his guitar here?
1: No. He probably just forgot to put it up in his room. His room? Yeah. He lives here with Barry and Jason and me.
0: Oh, this is perfect. What did they tell you?
1: That you'd lose them if they couldn't live here? No, Jen. That's what you did. They actually told me to choose you. And? And it made me think. When you gave me that ultimatum... You really had your best interest in mind. But when they told me to choose you, they really had my best interest in mind. So when it came down to deciding who to live with, well, it's kind of a no-brainer. Ben! Jen! Here's the deal. No, here's the deal. We're really good. I like what we have together, but you've got to make a choice. Me the way I am or not at all. So, Mr. Fontabulous...
2: I thought it was great. Yeah, yeah. I think I could. It was. It's nice to have you guys in the split screen because it's really fun. And for you audio listeners, this is an episode that I would highly encourage you to tune into on our YouTube where you can find a visual yes. of Roxy and Sean. It's fun to see the acting you guys are doing when you're not saying lines. That's yeah. what I was really paying attention to this right. time.
1: Right. Right. And, uh, yeah, it's a, this is a good episode for that. And you'll see uh, we're going to do something even more physical. That's why the uh, master of us at the desk is even pulled back further. So, yes, I highly recommend trying to check some of this out on YouTube.
0: That one was so sad.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't think so. Why? I've, I've, they're I've... getting there. To me, they're getting there. That's the point. I feel like he he's... Uh, Did you feel more sadness on that one, Mr. Fantasius? Yeah, you know, I do
2: feel like it was played a little more dramatically than earlier takes. Mm -hmm. It's funny, I'm treating this like I'm directing you guys in the booth. Yeah, that's great. But it was good. I mean, I do feel like I saw you guys more in that one. Yeah. Um, And yeah, I'm... Is this a multi-camp sitcom, Sean? Uh yes. Okay, cool. I'm sure you'll get into the difference between multi and single later yes. seasons for mm, listeners, but Yes. Um yeah, I, nothing bad, but it was played a little bit more yeah. mom and a little less like friends.
1: Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um so and and as you rehearse for my actors and when I coach, I do it all different ways. Because we have to feel what feels right. And if sometimes we just have to get to the meat of the emotion of it, then we do it more dramatically. And then I say, okay, now let's put the comedy sitcom on it, you know. Um, But at least we understand what we're saying. So she has no idea what to do now, right? So as she literally says. What
0: the hell am I supposed to do now? What
1: the hell am I supposed to do now? And he's made his case. And he really does believe, again, he's had more time to prepare to say, you know what? I don't want to be with somebody who will suffocate me, strangle me, and make me feel like if I don't do this at a certain timeline, then we're not a couple. So he has made that decision. Go think about it. He didn't say, get away from me. I don't love you anymore. He just said none of that. He said, go think about it. And This is where comedy comes in. Because she just told him, what am I supposed to do? And he tells her and she
0: says, don't tell me what to do. Don't
1: tell me what to do. Exactly. And it's over the top defensiveness. I don't know if you guys are fans of Martin Short, um, but he did a very famous lawyer character where they would say, well, you uh, they had a 60 minutes case about these prank gifts that were turning people you know, they get gag glasses that were causing rashes and stuff. And they oh said, God. and they say, but it's a joke. It's yeah. all a joke and a short. And they say, well, you seem to be getting defensive. And he says, me get defensive. Why should I get to- why, why do you think I'm defensive? I'm not. Def- what if I said you're defensive just by saying you're defensive or you defensive? You might be way more defensive yeah. than me. I'm not getting defensive, And that's the that's kind of it. Yeah, she, it's the trying too hard. It's the I think she doth protest too much. You are fighting back with nothing. Mm-hmm. So that's why the don't tell me what to do. Now, if she was full fallen, said if the scene went a different way, we always talk about the scene, what would happen if it went this way? Don't tell me what to do. I may never talk to you again. Walk out, slam, done the scene. Then that's a completely different scene yeah. than the one that actually happens. She doesn't know how to actually leave. So... This is a, this is comedy 101 on this is all timing and how you say it. So, it's, you know, don't tell me what to do. I'm never talking to you again. Don't be afraid of the exclamation points if you need to back off the mic, but don't be afraid of the exclamation points. The stronger and, the stronger that you yell. Like I've always told my clients, if I'm a bad guy and I go, "You know what? I'm going to beat you up. I'm going to beat you up till an inch of your life." As opposed to I'm gonna beat you up. I'm gonna beat you up to an inch of your life. Which is more powerful? Obviously the quieter one. hundred percent. So when you I'm scared. Yeah. When you yell, it actually kinda gives power away. So yelling is a powerless act. It's a desperate kind of act. Oh,
0: and here she is kind of giving power right. away. Right,
1: she is giving power away. So don't be afraid to lose that power with that emphaticness, right? Yeah. Don't tell me what to do. I mean, never talk to you again. And then it's the beat. And I would still say you still have that energy because what's at the very end of that paragraph is another exclamation point. So keep that one up energy. Okay. You know, except, you know take a beat. Except on Thursday, we still have tickets to your town. Goodbye, you know. Which makes it funny because you're saying you're in the tone of I'm never coming back, and then you say that. And that's where the the two the dichotomy collides and that's what makes it funny. So you say that and then you know, so he's calm. He's already made his case, he feels like he's won. Goodbye, Jenny. And so now you have to mix it up again. No exclamation points in this one. Mm-hmm. So you can come back and had you thought about different ways to say these?
0: Yeah, I was thinking about it because, like, it, the variety is really important here. And you're still um, taking me to New Jersey to look at cocker spaniels is kind of more like I felt like she was realizing that she that the, she's kind of giving in by saying that, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, a little more defeated. Like, and we're doing, this i, I would, and not realizing, yet. no, okay, no, no,
1: you to you want right. to hold? No, you never act like you're defeated. You're not defeated. You're just saying. We, I'm never coming back here. But we have a lot to do. We yeah. have this to do, and and don't forget, we'll be the word this. for that.
0: If it's not defeated,
1: it wouldn't be. De- no, you're not even close to defeated. You're just remembering that you have things to do. It's almost like you. Th- the rock was thrown in the water, and these are just the ripples coming out of all the different uh flavors. Uh, I'm I'm sorry of the realizing you have a lot more to do and you're not willing to give those up
0: right so giving into the situation is what i mean like what
1: like re- being realistic maybe uh no you're not no the comedy comes from the fact that you're saying i will never speak to you again except for this and except for this and except for this and except for this because even at the end you go and this might be the last time i ever talked to you
0: you don't think that's realistic
1: no, no, no. I'm saying she's in that mode of I the comedy comes from the fact that you believe we're you're going to be sorry because I'm not going to talk to you again. But the truth is through your actions, you're actually saying that you are going to see he's going to see you a lot. Right. So the truth is she's not breaking up with you. But the comedy comes from the fact you have to act like you are. So basically what you're saying is I'm never talking to you again. But we have this to do and we have this to do. And we have this to do. But I may never come back and you may never see you. I'll I'll be back in 15 minutes with the chicken. But I'm, you know, that's the comedy. Yeah, Does that I, make I, sense, Mr. Fantabulous? Yeah, I hear
2: Roxy's point though because it's like in terms of understanding the character, what's her brain doing?
0: Like her, I feel
1: like I get it. The uh, comedy I she the the comedy comes from she's being insecure. It's all from the insecurity of I'm going to leave you, but she can't leave him. She's not secure enough to actually leave. What do you think?
0: I I don't think it's insecurity. I think it's uh, she knows what she wants. Right. Which is to be with him.
1: Right, right, right. Yeah, no, what I'm saying is, and I'm specifically talking about insecurity in this argument. She's Mm -hmm. not winning this argument. She's not an insecure person. That's what I
0: meant by giving in. Like, she, she... I think she's a little aware that this is not hers to win. But
1: the, that won't be funny. Okay. If she's so give
0: me give me a word, Sean. So what are you saying
1: to play? What I'm saying, play that it's over. Play that it's over. It is over. I'm never... It's it's as if I said... Oh, we just uh, broke up. Yeah. Play, we're, we're done. I'm never going to see you again. Except we have this to do. Except we have this to do. Except we have this to do. And by saying that, your, the doing of that and saying of that shows that you're actually not breaking up.
0: Okay. Yeah, you're, I didn't You're, take you're it saying that way. you're
1: breaking up, but you're not really breaking up. It makes it funnier if you think, well, now I'm out of here. Po- See, they even make sure they hit these beats That's again. why they
0: say possibly and may never, which has made me think she right. doesn't think they're breaking up.
1: Right, but she's trying to threaten it as mo- best she can. Right. Do you know what I mean? And that's the best she can. She can't go as hard as him. He's like, take me or leave me, and that's all I have to offer you. She's saying, leave me. Like, I'm done with you and I'm never coming back, except we have to do this, except we have to do that, except, and that's what makes it funny. The more you, it's just like saying, I am not gonna drink this cup. Uh, I, this cup is disgusting and I, I don't ever want to drink out of this cup. I'm a little thirsty. But after this sip, I don't want to. I don't want to drink I this cup. I, I Do you know what I mean? Get it. Yeah, like I don't want to drink this cup. It's not. It's guys. It's the same joke that we've seen in a million movies. Yeah, I think I'm I never going on that airplane. I'm never going on that airplane. You can't make me go on that airplane. <laughs> Cut to them in the airplane. Right. Do you know what I mean? It's the. Yeah. It's as strong as she can be. Does Fingered that make you, more sense, Mr. Fontabulous, As I explain it. Yeah, I got you. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's. She's not strong enough. She want. Listen. She wants to be what she can't be, which is she wants to be able to match. him and say fine then we're not going to talk anymore you said you're going to break up i'm breaking up too but she's not and he's fine with that because he's he he knows that if he calls her bluff that she won't leave him and he does care for her because he literally says so i like what we have now i'm just not ready to move in that's all he's really saying I'm just not ready to move in under those circumstances, under a a threat. So the fun of it is playing – I'm trying to think of a fun – can you think of a fun comic character who thinks they're – I mean, I'm going way back, like Barney Fife. I don't know if you guys know Barney Fife. I I think i I
0: can. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Do you – okay. So good. Good. Let's let's give it a shot. So um, having fun, losing the exclamation points, and then – Oh, losing them. Uh, when I mean, no, no, no. I'm saying honor when they're not there. That's what I mean. When they're not written, Oh don't I yell when there's yeah, yeah. no yelling. But do yell when there is, you know? And it's the insecurity of keep coming back. And then maybe at the end you get a little softer and go, oh, and don't forget, you know, that kind of thing. You know? Okay. All right, let's give it a shot for the comedy. Where so are you? We're going to take it from what the hell am I supposed to do now? Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm.
0: Well, what the hell am I supposed to do now?
1: Well, go think about it.
0: Don't tell me what to do. I mean, never talk to you again. Except on Thursday, we have tickets to town. Goodbye. Goodbye, Jenny. And you're still taking me to New Jersey to look at Cocker Spaniels. Got it. Now I'm out of here. Possibly forever. I understand. And it's your mother's birthday in two weeks, and I need you to help me get her something good. Omaha Steaks was a terrible idea. Goodbye. And we'll take her to Sarah Best's Kitchen for brunch. Fine but don't let me have the potatoes.
1: Good, good. You can be more emphatic on the don't let me eat the potatoes as a button. But once you get in the potatoes, oh, my God, it's so familiar. We're spending so much time together. Okay. And, you know, she's saying, she's basically saying, I forgive you in her own way, if that makes sense, that she can live with this. She said, I won't be able to live with this if we don't move in together, and she's basically saying, but I can. Okay. That's all. Was that, uh, do you see what I mean? I think I did. Yeah, I think that's funny. Yeah, let's do it one more time. And and nothing for you. Yeah, have fun with it. Okay, have fun with the different. Like, you know, I, you know, I, uh, you know, have fun with the. You know, I'm gonna get you. You know, the insecurity of it, or or the the the, it's it's blowing hard with no air. You know what I mean? Okay. Does that make sense? Does that make sense, Mister Fantabulous? Yeah, I want to see it. Okay, ready? (laughs) Where where are we? Take where? What the hell am I supposed to do now? Back where we were. Yep. Okay.
0: Well, what the hell am I supposed to do now? Go think about it. Oh, don't tell me what to do. I may never talk to you again. Except on Thursday, we have tickets to Yarn Town. Goodbye. Goodbye, Jenny. And you're still taking me to New Jersey to look at cocker spaniels. Got it. Now I'm out of here, possibly forever. I understand. And it's your mother's birthday in two weeks, and I need to get her something nice, so I need your help. Omaha well, steaks was a terrible idea. Goodbye. And we'll take her to Sarah's Kitchen for brunch. Fine. Don't let me eat the potatoes.
1: Great. Now let's run it all together, and we'll see the beginning of we're about to fight. I'm good, and then we both say I'm going to win this fight. I have the upper hand, and then you desperately try to fight bike, but you realize he's probably right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ready?
0: Yeah. Did Bobby leave his guitar here?
1: No, he probably just forgot to put it up in his room. His room? Yeah. He lives here with Barry and Jason and me.
0: Oh, this is perfect. What did they tell you? That you'd lose them if they couldn't live with you?
1: No, Jen. That's what you did. They actually told me to choose you. And? And it made me think. When you gave me that ultimatum, you really had your best interest in mind. But when they told me to choose you, they really had my best interest in mind. So when it came down to deciding who to live with, well... It's kind of a no-brainer. Ben! Jen! Uh, Here's the deal. No, here's the deal. We're really good. I like what we have together, but you've got to make a choice. Me the way I am or not at all. Well, what the
0: hell am I supposed to do now?
1: Go think about it.
0: Don't tell me what to do. I may never talk to you again. Except on Thursday because we have tickets to town. Goodbye.
1: Goodbye, Jenny.
0: And you're still taking me to New Jersey to look at Cocker Spaniels. Got it. Now I'm out of here, possibly forever. I understand. And it's your mother's birthday in two weeks, and I need you to help me get her something good. Omaha Steaks was a terrible idea. Goodbye. And we'll take her to Sarah Beth's kitchen for brunch.
1: Fine. But don't let me eat the potatoes. Good. How'd that sound, Mr. Fantabulous?
2: It was great. I'm cracking up back here. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's really good. No, and that was really good. Like you found, you totally found it. You locked in. You could tell. You could understand. It's basically she was just being as strong as she could be knowing she couldn't really shut the door. It yeah. was great. She wasn't done with him. That's all it is. She's not a weak person. She's not done with it's this. Like yeah,
0: it's like the turmoil inside her. Yes, the
1: turmoil inside her she's yeah, letting out. No, yeah, yeah no. exactly. It's the yes and no in mm-hmm. the fighting. If we had more time, we would do I would be working with this if we were doing this coaching. There's a lot of physicality to this yes, scene, and, which is really so fun. She gets up, in she the leaves. storming out and the way she comes back. You can really play with that. It but helps at least so much. we get to the meeting of it um so cool sean so that's how you break down a scene we would do it a little longer like i said if we were in a coaching session but i wanted to touch base with both of you and say we've done 10 episodes we've talked about acting we've had an arc um of these 10 episodes about getting ready getting prepared the mindset the preparation monetarily physically how to prep yourself for this what is your takeaway? I'm going to start with you, Mr. Funtabulous, for the 10 episodes that you've been involved in.
2: I think my big takeaway, Sean, is, and this might be a bias of my own, but I know that you and Roxy are both writers, and I feel like that's been a very valuable component to understanding acting. Okay. Because I feel like you're referencing work, you're referencing previous artists. Even in this exercise, I think you were able to really break down the script, not only as an actor, but also as a writer. So I think for your listeners... Buy a screenwriting book to complement your studying of acting. Read great scripts, read famous scripts to really, I think, learn the ins and outs of writing.
1: Right, and we said read great plays and yeah. watch great movies. That's all part of it. It's all part of the story storytelling. Miss Phenomenal? I think that
0: in this exercise and coming here today and the previous one we did about um, putting your anxieties and whatnot to the side, that if it's not useful – don't apply it and, and and try to get rid of it. It's right. been really big for me because in, even in this, I started thinking like, "Am I overdoing?" Is you know, you start thinking, and then right, I was just right. like, "Shut the f up!"
1: Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Put
0: it to the side, and so your own anxieties or whatever you're bringing, not useful.
1: Right, right, and that's the use for the ten episodes. That's probably the biggest, biggest thing. takeaway for me. I think, yeah, no, and it, it each hopefully these episodes, obviously, are going to hit each of you specifically in a different way. Um, so, as always, uh, Mr. Funtabulous, where can people find you?
2: You guys can find me online at Jeffrey C. Graham.
1: Miss Phenomenal, Roxy Stryer. At Roxy Stryer. Professor Everywhere. Wise. <laughs> Professor Wise, or Prof Dubs, as the, ki- <laughs> as the kids call me, at that guy SMW, and on Facebook under Sean Whalen Peeps. These first ten episodes hopefully help you get your acting career and your life started but as always thank you for letting me be part of your journey
2: our founder kevin undergaro phil Svitek, and me maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to after buzz tv remember we're not just the first we're the biggest in the world and we're the only destination for all your favorite tv shows whatever you crave we've got it